Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Uh, the weekend is approaching very fast. It is technically Friday Eve here on a Thursday night episode in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Puppet Master Mark, he is a perfectionist, and he is driving us into the nether regions of all things hangover because after last night's Biden buzz drinking game, uh, after the uh, speech to the joint sessions of Congress, <laughs> we were all hammered. Uh, all I hear is white noise at this point. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopian, sleek and regal. Reek and sleagal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My goodness. That drinking game was on point. Thank God I didn't have to do any bumps of cocaine. But we are also not reliable or like we are not responsible for any hospital trips from any of our viewers. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. I posted that on Instagram yesterday and people were talking about we're not going to survive this thing. It's, we're just not going to make it through. So anyway uh it is what it is it is uh it's a it's a dumpster fire is what it all is uh lisa page lisa page made me do it is the name of her podcast she is a south lake refugee i can just see her floating on a louis vuitton trunk going across lake grapevine trying to get to collieville just this, trying to get this away is what i've been dealing with trying to get out yeah party foul steve aft agent he is the top <laughs> aft agent yep. in america uh <laughs> We put that shirt out there, Sarah Gonzalez of the News and Why It Matters. Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered. Sarah, um, we put that shirt out there. People were like, I don't get it. I don't I don't <laughs> oh, get no. it. Oh, no. Don't worry, neither does Joe Biden. Yeah. Top they AFT agent. They didn't see the viral video. No, they didn't. <laughs> I keep I keep wearing that shirt, and I, every time I pass, like last week I was wearing it, and this cop was just staring at me like he was trying to figure it out. Oh, no. <laughs> he was just walking towards me, <laughs> and I wasn't thinking about what I was wearing until I was past him, and then I was like, oh, that's that's a that's a problem. He's uh, thinking, I hope this guy got that shirt at a discount, because it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> funny stuff. Funny, yeah. funny stuff. Aft agent. Like an aft. aft. Yeah, like a um, backside. <laughs> Um, but we posted that thing. People were coming up with some funny acronyms for what AFT could stand for, uh, and and I can't repeat a lot of them. With the well, F there's being an A there and an F the there, middle. so yeah. But uh, man, I'm just glad it's close to the weekend. I'm going to talk uh, about some crazy things that are going on because typically it is our Thursday free for all. I'm going to get into to uh, some smear campaigns. I don't know if you realize this or not, but I'm running for governor. What? Yeah. Is that real? <laughs> That's what everyone says. Are, you don't that, believe unvaxxed real? children should walk around in public. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I can almost write the script at this point. Yeah, I Somebody know. sent me a message on Tuesday and said, it's amazing how well this governor race is going for you because uh, it started as a joke, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> they were like, wow. Has anyone this, been listening? Hello? This, this joke on? turned into a real thing. Oh, my God. I was like, hey, okay, it's not a joke. No. Here we go. Never was a joke. Oh, here we go. Oh, my gosh. You are running for governor. I am. I am. It's amazing. It's amazing. We have to be careful. I've learned we have to be careful. We can't, we can't, like, we can't campaign on this show, right? There's certain rules and regulations. Like, for instance, if, if we were running for a, a federal office, if we were running for a national office, they, they, this show wouldn't exist. They'd, right. They'd have, have to boot to, us. Yeah. So... Uh, but the fact that we're a podcast, we're technically a podcast, we can get away with a little bit more, and it's a state office. So, interesting, interesting stuff. Um, Are we going to have to do this in Austin if you get elected? Nope, can't do it. it. I won't be able to do it. It doesn't seem right that, you know, I mean, you can people so, can spend all sorts of money 
but yeah. you can't continue to just earn a living yourself. or represent right. yourself and do all these things. The campaign rules are weird. They I mean, are there's very a lot weird. of there's a lot of stuff that I think that um It's it, almost like they were written for the people with all the money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's amazing how these career politicians go in and they wind up with all these millions, you know, yeah. um and they're pack war chests and things like that and it's just sick. Uh it really is. But you can't you can't go out and just earn a living while you're making um which again, uh, uh, politics don't pay that well. You're not right. The, the salary of it, I think, it's like one hundred fifty thousand dollars to be the governor of Texas. Which is why everyone, um, you know, people uh, people ask me sometimes, "Are you going to run for office? We'd really love you to run for office." And I'm like, I don't make enough to run for state office. Yeah. Because you have to be really, really wealthy to want to go there. Because, like you said, yeah. you make absolutely nothing, which is uh, unfortunate because then it, it weeds out the grassroots people who are just really entrepreneurs, maybe don't make that much, but could really represent the state. Well, it weeds them out real quick. It really does. And I know people are out there going, well, $150,000 a year is a lot. Well, in the grand scheme of things, yes and no, uh, because when you're in that kind of role at that kind of level, um, and you're not earning any other income out there of any way, shape or form, then it, it could be a little slim. Yeah, well, when you're it's elected, a 24-7 job. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to Sarah Horse too, so maybe they need a sidekick. Need a sidekick. Or <laughs> oh, what about me? You could be my sidekick. I, I've been trying to get on your podcast all the time. Sh- yeah, tomorrow. So anyway, it's it's an interesting little journey. So people who say that I'm out there doing this for fame and fortune, <laughs> I assure you, I don't I don't have the kind of money. I don't have the backing. I don't have those kind of things to just go out there and do what we're doing. That's why it's as grassroots as possible. I mean, we didn't even we couldn't even afford to make pens. We had to do pencils. <laughs> I love Carp- these. And yeah. carpenter pencils carpenter at that. Pencil. That's that's how I hardcore we are. And this this it's thing just has efficient. just been burning a fire in my soul when I see that pencil. It reminds me that great states, great countries, they are not built on shutdowns and mandates, mm-hmm. and they're not built on stimulus checks and welfare. They're not, and that's what we're experiencing right now. I'm working to get Texans back to work. So there it is. Amen. Yeah. The whole country needs to go back to work. Uh, hey, guys, I have warned you about home title theft. That is where cyber thieves remove you from your home's title, and they become the owner. I said, you better get home title locked because it's coming. Well, if you're on Facebook, the big breach is here. Facebook had 500 million accounts exposed to cyber thieves, and according to a retired FBI cybercrime expert, everything thieves need to take over as the new owner of your home was leaked. Your name, your address, your personal information, it's out there. The thief forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating that you sold your home to them. They'll leave you in debt or even have you evicted. So you need to do what I did. Protect your home's title with home title lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address right now and see if you're already a victim, then sign up for 30 free days of protection during this high-risk breach. Again, go to HomeTitleLock.com, use promo code RADIO, you'll get 30 free days. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Be right back. So, uh, when you live life as a public figure, you know this. You caught you caught a lot of hell this last weekend mm-hmm. over your tweets about the statistical facts of the black community mm-hmm. in relation to some of this gun violence and the cop violence and things that have gone on. Uh, they were ready to come get your Spanish ass. 
Oh, yeah. Death threats all over the place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got some threats as well. I don't know what for. Because I'm sweet. I am completely benign. I don't ever, I don't ever raise eyebrows or. No, never. Uh-uh. I don't get anybody worked up. As a comedian, oh. as a comedian, never yeah. say anything that might be controversial these days. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a soundbite here. I, I love giving soundbites. But, you know, people love to come after you, right, if you're a public figure. Well, if you're running for office, it's a whole new deal. Like, we've gone troll level five yeah. at this point. I mean, people just want to come at you. And there are certain organizations, companies out there that exist. They're mud merchants, all right? They, they exist. People hire them. Your political opponents, they hire them or they're already on retainer. And their job is to go in and try to find out all this negative crap about you, right? So I don't know if you guys realize this, but these are people who there's big money here. Big, big money. Um, and How much money? A lot of money. But these are, these mm. are, these are well-oiled machines. They search everything. Their analysis, I mean, they go in, they look at your financials, they, they find ways to look at your personal life, they look at all these things. Mm -hmm. So they've kind of, some of them, and I'm not going to name them, some of them, uh, if you know, you know, but they've been kind of snooping around, right? And so you never know who you're talking to anymore. So like when I walk into a restaurant nowadays, and, I, and I'm talk, just having a conversation with a stranger, and I do that a lot, I'm like, is this person a political operative? Right. Is this person some kind of investigator? Right. I, like I was, I was at a place having, having drink, eating crawfish this past Sunday, you know, having a couple of drinks, eating some crawfish. And this guy sits down next to me and we start talking. And I'm like, who are you really? Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to be like Scooby-Doo and unmask him. <laughs> but certain <laughs> smears start coming out. Right. And, and I, I have already said, look, I live out loud. I'm pretty transparent. Um, I've defined myself as that imperfect guy. Mm -hmm. I'm far from it. But guess what the newest, the newest accusation is? Oh, jeez. Can you, can, would you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? This might actually involve Steve. Uh -oh. oh. Yeah. It was you one time. Talk? It didn't feel good. Broke back mountain? What? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. No. no. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, you guys... Come have on, they ever not about Steve per se, but they probably perceive that you know since I travel around with a long-haired hippie, all over uh, a long-haired no. pretty man like Steve Powell. That's right, all over the country. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, I'm like, look. It's like, have you listened to two things that have ever come out of Chad Prather's mouth or Steve Powell's? By the way, mm -hmm. you yeah. would know immediately. There was no there there. Like, I don't, I don't care if you're gay. Just know I'm a Right, top. but you just, that's not. <laughs> but they didn't say I was gay with Steve. I just, they, 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 but, but, you know. I'm a good looking guy. I'm that's just not, saying, you're a handsome now, man. Now okay. Steve's offended. You're yeah. a handsome man. Oh. It could, it could be. Come on. AFT agent can mean a lot oh, of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an aft agent. I, you just don't. No, you you don't look like that. Um, well, I'm a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. Uh, gay ain't it. Yeah, that person better recheck uh, their gaydar. And yeah, I don't you're care. just very manly. I don't care uh, if you're gay. I mean, it's <laughs> right. not that deal. I mean, I, what's funny to me, though, is we live in a world where everybody wants their sexual orientation to be acceptable lifestyles, right? But then they use that as a, as a smear. Like, why would you use that as a right, smear? Right. I mean, if I was gay, who would care? Yeah. Well, it's funny because people uh, accuse me, I think just as an insult, they call me a, a transgender, yeah. right? All the time. And I'm like, what are, isn't that kind of rude? Yeah. Like if you're LGBTQ friendly, mm -hmm. 
isn't it kind of a an insult to, to them? Right. Insult, to, you're yeah. using it as an insult to someone. Mm -hmm. I think that's really not allowed. So why are you doing it? Yeah. It so is weird. It's it's kind of interesting to, you know, I, I kind of laugh at this stuff because again, yeah. I've golly, man. You know, I keep joking. I'm like, if you I'm kind of it's, pissed, though. You've never hit on me. <laughs> I know. Hey, He's still on this. He's still I on I think it. in the last year, in the years we've traveled, I think Steve and I have only slept in the same hotel room one time. <laughs> Pretty much. I think only maybe once. Yeah. And it was just some spooning, but it was for warmth. Yeah. You know, there were two really beds. Cold. We used yeah. one. That's it, all I'm going to say. It was just really cold. And it was there. a cold night in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> 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 but this is where we live. I mean, um, you know, I, I've told people over and over again, you want to hear the bad stories about me? Just come on, I'll tell you. Yeah. I've, I've done a lot of things. Um, <laughs> official statement from the Chad Prather campaign. I mean, but so has everyone else. And if they say that they haven't, they're just liars. Yeah. I'll own my indiscretions. I, what I want is these career politicians to own theirs. Right. I want them to own the indiscretions that they've had towards the office that they serve in. Uh, the indiscretions that they have when they don't fulfill their campaign promises or they don't... Um, they don't represent the people that put them there. You know, we're sitting here looking at House Bill 1927, which uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has kind of been holding up because he says that that's, of course, constitutional carry in the state of Texas. And he says that, that it doesn't have enough votes in the Senate right. to to pass. Well, what he's doing is he's protecting Greg Abbott, our governor, because Greg Abbott would have to ratify that. He would have to sign that into law. He doesn't want to have to do that. Uh, he, he, he wants to veto it, but he can't veto it this close to primary election season. So he's going to have to go with it. So they're doing everything they can to try to keep it from his desk. See, that's the dirty nature of politics yeah. right there. So he's got his man keeping it from his desk. Um, and I don't like those kind of things. The, 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 the establishment uh, Republicans across the nation. I just go out on it on a limb. You call them rhinos. A lot of people, I, I, I take it for granted. Rhino means it's not R-H-I-N-O. It's R-I-N-O. It's an acronym. It stands for Republican in name only. So they don't act like Republicans or conservatives. They just, they carry the name. They carry the moniker. Rhinos aside, establishment Republicans across this nation disgust me. They just disgust me because it's politics as usual. You know what I mean? Yes. Kind of professional wrestling. Yes. They, they, they bash each other and then they go eat the steak together in the same restaurant, same table. Well, yeah. And, the, and then they don't really have like the principle that you thought that they had yeah. during, a, you know, whichever uh, time that they are in power or not in power, it kind of fluctuates. But then close to election season, they've got that principle again. I'm gay. <laughs> There's your soundbite, Candace. <laughs> I'm gay. I'm the happiest man in the world today. Just so happy. <laughs> it's funny the stuff they come out with. And they make up lies, dude. I mean, obviously, they, I mean, these folks, they, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. But I'm telling you, that's the, that's the depths that these people will stoop to in order to maintain power. Yeah, you throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the, uh, all of the mainstream media outlets, whenever they run with a tweet that's fake. They get a bunch of retweets, mm -hmm. and then, you know, later you retract it, but it's not really Nobody seen. Nobody sees the retraction. Yeah, a right. lot of people yeah, just believe the, the fake yeah, stuff. Yeah, or quietly delete it. No yeah. one knows. It. Yeah. The same thing with the newspaper, you know, written articles. When they do retract a statement, it's way, it's yeah, very, way down very in deep. the, yep. near yeah. the obituaries, real small font. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I love it. It's crazy. It's insane. 
Uh, I, and then WFAA, which is CBS Dallas, put out an article about me throwing my hat into the deal. Huh? WFAA? Yeah. Oh. They did a deal. And, and of course, the Dallas market, when they read that, I mean, oh, my God, the comments were brutal against me. I mean, they were just like, screw this guy, F this guy. <laughs> Was he going to do campaign from inside his pickup truck? Like, well, there was yeah. at least one comment that was, I, my vote is for Chad Prather because it was mine. I actually think that's a, a great campaign strategy. Sit in your truck and campaign to. from there. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, but they ran that same they ran that same article in the Tyler, Texas area. The comments were perfectly, they were just absolutely different. Really? Completely opposite. People mm. completely Because supporting. those people over there drive trucks and work for a living. Yeah, you get outside, yeah. you get 40 miles outside of these big cities and I have a lot of support. Well, and I mean, you have to wonder some of the people who are commenting that, were they even going to vote Republican anyway? No. So no, it's not. like, okay, well. I had a lady gonna, who you commented yesterday, anyway. she said, uh, she said, I love you, still vote Abbott. Good for you. I mean, that's, I, that's <laughs> what's the point of even posting something like that? <laughs> so Sometimes people, man. Oh my gosh. Let me get into some some real news. Biden administration, Steve, uh, expected to ban menthol cigarettes. Racist. <laughs> totally racist. I think it's eighty four percent of the consumption of menthol cigarettes. Is Three from, fourths. Okay. Three fourths. There we go. Three fourths of African Americans who smoke um, menthol cigarettes. Would that surprise you that the Biden administration would do something racist? Yeah, mm. That's totally that's par, for the, par for the course, <laughs> for honestly. The course. But why? I mean, is that a more powerful flavor or something? Because I mean, menthol's bad for the environment, Chad. Oh. You blow the smoke in the air, it's not fresh. Well, it, isn't it, smoking in general? Yes. Several, yeah. several states have done away with the flavored tobacco, though, of any flavor. Why? They, they want to deter younger generation from... Vaping and stuff? Using all yeah, that? I guess yes. so. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I think the, the, article, the menthol but... is like more um, attractive to younger people, um, to people who might not Nasty. just go towards cigarettes. Yeah. They go, oh, the menthol, kind of similar to like the fruit flavor like type I'll suck vapes. Like some bubble gum. Oh. I've smoked a few menthols, you know, went back when I smoked 20 some odd years ago. It's not my thing. Mine either. It's, I mean, I enjoy yeah. a cigar like anybody. But, yeah, me too. You know, but it just, uh -uh. menthol. I don't like flavoring anything mm. like that kind of stuff. But uh, leading members of the Congressional Black Caucus have pushed the idea. The caucus chairwoman, Karen Bass, Democrat from California, wrote an op-ed last year. She said, as we continue to push to protect black lives, we must um, put an end to one of the most pernicious destroyers of black health and lives, abortion. Oh. Oh, oh, just kidding. Whoops. Deadly menthol cigarettes. <laughs> oh. uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, okay. It, it is interesting that they are claiming to that they really care about black health and lives, um, but they don't trust black people to like make their own decisions. Make their own decisions. Just no, like they don't believe that they can racist. go out and get an ID. Right. So Black people need to be protected from these somebody things. Somebody right now is stockpiling menthol cigarettes. Yeah. They're going to sell, they be, they gonna sell Lucy's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be like, it's gonna be like uh, prison break around here. Yeah. They're going to be walking around with pillowcases How full many of want? cartons. How many you want? What you got? Be rolling three across the deal? Yeah, the, cig <laughs> the cigarette cartels coming through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Hunter Biden. Oh. That was me doing a snort Hold on. there. Hunter Biden to speak about fake news at Tulane University. This is amazing. Uh, don't send your kids to Tulane, folks. <laughs> uh, they, they're gonna... Hunter Biden is going to lecture about fake news. 
Speaking gig at Tulane, going to talk with students uh, about media polarization and public policy impacts. Let's talk about that fake uh, laptop. Yeah, well, yeah. he says that was a Russian conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, says that was all set up. Um, yeah. Um, this guy is good at getting jobs at things he has zero experience mm-hmm. in. I mean, to find good. Well, I don't know that I would call I mean, him good I mean, at 80, it. I would just call him. $84,000 a month good with uh, sure, in the Ukraine with a power company. I don't know that he's good at it. I think he just uses oh, his father's job, position yeah. to his advantage. Yeah. Certainly, he has connections. Well, I'll say he's fortunate or lucky there you or go. whatever you want to say. But uh, um, Hunter, Hunter said, whether or not somebody has my laptop, whether or not it was, I was hacked. Whether or not there exists Dude, a laptop at all, I truly don't know. Really don't know. I truly don't know. You know what's amazing to me? Um, the most amazing thing that's, that sticks out in this article to me is his age. I can't believe he's that old and he still doesn't have his life together. 51-year-old son of President Biden. He's yeah. 51. I don't know. I'm 48. I don't have my shit together. I was going to say, I'm 50. Yeah. He's doing interviews with Good Morning America. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where my laptop went. I don't know. Maybe it yeah. was Russian but hackers. I don't know. I don't know about Parmesan the pictures cheese. of me uh, naked smoking he, meth He probably and made 30 and... grand to sit there and say all that. It's incredible yeah. to me. It's so. just so... Because you know that's they're a, paying, a, they're paying for that time, those interviews. That's a lot of enabling from his father. That's what that is. So there, yep. there again, it gets to use his father's position mm-hmm. to go do interviews for right. these big networks, and they're paying or compensating him some way. Yeah. Hey guys, protecting your family safely, uh, it needs to be a number one priority. Taser believes that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or purse and powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Sometimes uh, guns and pepper spray, um, they can cause unnecessary risk to you to you and those around you. Taser products are safer, easier to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices. So start protecting yourself and your family with Taser today. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. And for a limited time, take advantage of Taser's best offer available and save $60 on a Pulse Plus bundle with a Taser Pulse Plus device cartridges and holster at taser.com. You can save $60 right now. Just use promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. Do it right now at taser.com. That's T-A-S-E-R.com. Be right back. Uh, you know, the Chinese are putting weapons in space. They're going to add about 240 nuclear warheads to the uh, potential arsenal in North Korea. It just when you thought it couldn't get worse. That's what I love Wonderful. about this show. I love the problems you think you have. I like to tell you, you have more. <laughs> okay. Thousands of genetically modified mosquitoes being released in Florida. Nice. Yeah, that's like a Michael Crichton book is what that is. <laughs> that's... How do we, uh, yeah. do we keep spreading COVID vaccinations? <laughs> so that's what they should do. Yeah, every time they bite you, you get a little vaccination, little vaxy bite. Thousands of genetically modified mosquitoes have begun to be released in Florida this week as an effort to combat a disease spreading species of the insect. 
Um, so, that, you know, they give you the dengue fever, the Zika or whatever. West uh, Nile. So what they do is they mate, the genetically modified male mosquitoes mate with the non-modified females. Those are the ones that bite. Uh, it's got a so-called death mechanism. It acts to prevent any resulting female offspring from surviving. Are they artificially inseminating these mosquitoes? Yeah. How's that? I mean, what they're doing. How do it's they... not artificial insemination. It's actual insemination, <laughs> it's, but yeah. that's with a genetically modified seed mm-hmm. is what that is. We want to get graphic about that. Um, I know everyone, everyone cares. I just, I just love when they mess with nature. The, yeah, well, because it's like, it's the butterfly effect. You mess with one thing, yeah. you're going to mess with a whole bunch of other things in that ecosystem. You would think that there would be some scientists who knew actual science who could tell them that. Well, don't forget, as I'm told on social media every day, you can't fight with science. Oh, my God. Because science is absolute. Oh, yeah. Science is absolute. Science is absolute. The science is always settled. Somebody told me that the other day. Science is absolute. No, they didn't. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was the same person that thought... Steve and Chad had a thing. Right. I'm not just limited to Steve. I have a thing with a lot of men. According to this this thing, I could be... Now I'm jealous. He's he's a man whore. (laughs) I I also love on this, the mosquitoes, um, all of the residents like don't have a say in this. Yeah, right. They're just, they're just screwed. If you live in this place that they're releasing all of these mosquitoes that have gone completely untested. What if I want to breed my mosquitoes to sell as pets? And you... (laughs) (laughs) Ron DeSantis needs to get on that and write an executive order against banning, the banning of mosquitoes. I'll just tell you, after last night's speech, I wish Corn Pop would have kicked Joe Biden's ass. <laughs> <laughs> just kicked his ass. He was too scared. It's that rusty razor blade. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden was too formidable. He just hit that blade on, put it in a rain barrel and let it get rusty. <laughs> a rain barrel. He was a bad dude. He ran a gang of bad guys. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He's a bad dude. Uh, I, I, these, some of these headlines just, uh, they just... Digital blackface and other ways in which anti-black racism, okay, may present. I had to think about that for a <laughs> I know, second. I, I uh, too. Anti-black racism may present in the workplace. Um, I, I, so what? What it is? Digital blackface is the 21st century version of the 19th century American theatrical <laughs> practice of mm-hmm. non-black people putting on makeup and acting like stereotypical versions of African Americans. In digital blackface, Lisa, I don't know if you know this or not, but physical makeup is replaced with images, memes, and short video clips or GIFs of black people. The digital content is of the black person doing or saying something, often while expressing exaggerated emotions, and serves as a kind of stand-in for the sender's own reaction. Often the content is meant to be funny, sassy, or over-the-top replied to a digital conversation. Now, why that matters... Um, while it could be witty and fun using images of black people to do... Uh, um, <laughs> can be seen as tone deaf or worse an insensitive appropriation of another group's culture so the exaggerated quality found in some gifts of black people can also be seen to reduce black people as entertaining content uh, or to reinforce the stereotypes that associate black people with excessive animated behaviors that's why i only use white people in my gifts well i can't help it that we're that boring well, but also it's like, why are we supposed to take away all of the endearing qualities that you might say? Like, black people are not supposed to be funny. They're not supposed to be good cooks because we can't you have can't, Aunt Jemima. They can dance. They shouldn't be able to dance. Right. Like we're, so they shouldn't play blues music. Are they, are they just supposed to suck? Like, they shouldn't uh, eat barbecue. We can't give them any sort of compliments to right. anything that they well, do or any, anything that they're known for. 
So if you send images or gifts in an internal workplace communication <laughs> channel, um, if you post the content on an organization's official social media channels, uh, someone chooses to depict their digital avatar on a digital platform or an augmented um, reality workspace, uh, that's how it can manifest in the workplace. <laughs> but never, ever, ever use African-American English vernacular. A-A-V-E, if we're being... That's what that oh, is. Oh, that's what it that, is. That's the acronym. A-A-V-E, A-A-V-E. African-American English vernacular. Okay. Not slang. Which, can you give some examples? Uh, it will, let me just clarify. What you mean? <laughs> there it is. Uh, variety of words, slang terms, grammatical formation, accent generated within the amongst black communities. In some cases, elements of A-A-V-E uh, enter into general usage through appropriation or integration in pop culture. So, bay. Bay. Okay. Woke. Salty. Throwing shade. Oh. It do be. It do be like that sometimes. It do be like that. <laughs> what it do. So you're unable to use Ebonics as a white person. That's not even <laughs> That's not even Ebonics. Uh, Is it not? No. Throwing shade? That's not Ebonics. Oh, no, Ebonics. But- one of my favorite movie scenes of all time is is when you have the uh, the two black guys that are sitting on the plane in airplane. Yeah. And Barbara Billingsley, who played the Beaver's mom on Leave It to Beaver, they're in there speaking jive, and nobody understands what they're saying. And she comes up, she says, "I speak jive. Would it be blood?" <laughs> and she goes, and the guy goes, "Shit!" And he goes, and it's doing the interpretation at the bottom. It says, "Golly." <laughs> She <laughs> golly, um, that's just funny. I mean, funny. but no, see, you can't do things like that. No, anymore. no, you can't do that. Um, which is silly. I, I, listen, let me just tell you something, guys. This kind of crap, the average black person doesn't give a shit. No, they don't give a shit. It's these. It's these. What is the term? I read it. Uh, uh, faculty lounge. James Carville said it. And I don't agree with James Carville on most things, but at least he does speak out against the Democrats, and he is one, right? James Carville. Uh, he said, uh, who's white? I'm just not being black. Right, he's, he's a white right. dude. That's just how he talks because he's Cajun. <laughs> James Carville. Uh, but he talked about faculty lounge vernacular. In other words, it's the folks who don't have a life yeah. who are coming up with this crap. Yep. yep. They sit around. They don't interact with other people. They sit in, in academia. They sit in their bubbles. And this is the crap they come up with. And again, oftentimes they're white. It's a bunch of white liberals right. telling everyone what the black people need yeah. because the, the black people need the white people to somehow stand up for them. Yeah, they can't it, do it definitely it a lot of it does stem. It certainly gets funded by the white guilt. Yes. Right. These perpetuation of ideologies, they cost money to get them out there. And that's with white money. It right. just is because right. you have white guilt because the average black person, they're not giving their money to this. No, they're not giving this. Ma- well, and I guess mean, what? if they were, they're not now after they've seen what's her face's mansions. <laughs> yeah, all four of her houses for, yeah, from BLM uh, colors or whatever her last name is. Um, and and yesterday there was a poll that came out that said that seventy percent of blacks approve of and support local law enforcement. Yeah. So just go ahead and believe that the average black person in America contrary to the narrative, they do want law enforcement. They do. They do support law enforcement. I was driving through a, um, a lower-income community yesterday, and I saw two cops standing out on the road. And you know who they were dealing with? You know what they were doing? These two white cops, these two 
angry white cops, these two mean, racist, angry white cops, they were dealing with a white guy on the street. Can you believe that? Wow. They had a white guy that they were arresting. And well, it must have been just that one day of the month. Must have been that one. They guy. had to get their quota in. Yeah. White guy quota. <laughs> this, but this, this is the kind of thing. Um, AAVE, folks. Non-black employees speaking in AAVE, while the occasional word may show that one is in tune with popular culture, frequent use or use of that is deployed through without a clear context, may be seen as a type of blackface. That's what I get a kick out of. Uh, this is blackface. Is is there anything more racist than saying you can only stay in the lane of whatever is stereotypically okay for your race? Yeah, I mean that's what they're didn't saying. Didn't you see that guy with the twi- got hit with the twisted T? No. no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That video a couple months ago when he yeah, got smacked he was in the face. Just trying to communicate. <laughs> yeah. He Do got, something. He got bah. twisted off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Misogynoir. I mean, my two black friends, they make fun of the way I talk. My two black two. friends. Hey. <laughs> Listen, I, I got to do this. Uh, Sean, Sean and I. Sean hey, there's Foster, one of them right there. We, we got to go. Sean Foster. Me and him were at the, at the I call it the Gucci Museum, because that's what it looks like, a Gucci store, the Smithsonian for African-Americans. And we go in there, and it was talking about things that black culture has created uh, like hand motions, like, hey, way to go, and the fist bump, and it had pictures. I'm like, this is in the museum. Uh, uh, this is what black people have contributed to society is the fist bump. Hey. And the, hey. So that's why me and Sean, whenever we see each other, we're like, hey. You're oh, culturally appropriating, gosh. just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's digital that's, blackface. That's digital blackface. <laughs> hey, guys, are you prepared if there's a sudden food shortage in America? We're currently facing more social unrest, hyper uh, inflation, and a possible stock market crash. Hope not. Uh, but not to mention severe weather. That's why the smart thing to do is right now stockpile high quality emergency food. You can only get it from My Patriot Supply, America's leader in survival food and self reliance. I use them and you should too. My Patriot Supply will help you get through whatever happens next. And right now, save $50 off their popular four week food kit that gives you over 2,000 calories a day. Very special food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years with the proper storage. Go to preparewithchad.com. You'll get the emergency food you need before the next emergency. Order by 3 p.m. any day of the week, and your four-week food kit will ship that same day. Now's the time to prepare for the unexpected. Avoid dealing with the empty store shelves again. Preparewithchad.com. Preparewithchad.com. Be right back. I got. Is that on here? Yeah, that's last on here? page. It's the last page. Mm-hmm. We all have much to learn. It's, Let's see. Assuming that a black woman has a higher endurance level for stress or pain because she's a strong black woman. Yeah, you can't do so that. Don't say any of that. Do not. Do not let that manifest in the workplace. Okay, guys. Let me, let me just tell you. <laughs> you've heard me say it. House of Cards falls in on itself. Bad logic always reveals itself. Uh, you're creating a, a booby trap for yourself. Booby trap. We've really got to get the uh, soundbite from Goonies of him going booby trap. <laughs> Uh, you're setting a booby trap for yourself. You're, this is going to backfire. If you believe in the theories of the world of academia, these people who have never tested those theories in the real world, these people aren't out spending time in the, w- with average people. They're not. Um, and this is going to backfire on you. You are going to erase so yep. much valued yes. culture by pushing this crap 
Um, next thing you know, you, you, you can't have coloring books because the word coloring is going to be <laughs> mm-hmm. racist, right? Mm-hmm. You can't have crayons because they're colors. Uh, I mean, this is how facetious this has gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, you know, certain music, you're going to be like, if, you listen, if you're white and you listen to rap music, well, then you're, you're yep. basically embracing um, racism because you are, um, what's the word? Somebody's culture. You're appropriating somebody's appropriating, culture. Yeah. Um, well, the best rapper is Eminem, so <laughs> he's a white guy. Which he's culturally appropriating, so yeah. he should give all his money back. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with it because I like it. I mean, it just it it gets, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, especially we're we're not only erasing black people from history who have actually done things uh, that are worthy and they deserve to be remembered, but also we shouldn't assume that a black woman has a higher endurance level for stress or pain, like. I'm okay with being called a strong woman. Yeah. I don't know anyone who would not be okay with being called a strong woman. Why Why is that a bad thing? Queen! Everything that's good in these races, we're just erasing. In certain environments, say like in a hospital setting, and you're a nurse or a doctor, if you went in assuming that they had a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, going, oh, this, and that was assumed in the early days by medical professions so that's where that kind of works into play they teach that in host they teach that when they talk about cultures in hospital setting but i mean even just women i'm like you're damn right women are stronger mm-hmm. than men mm-hmm. you oh, try yeah. having a baby i couldn't squeeze a watermelon through my pee hole well that's why I'm, i mean that should be embraced mm-hmm. it shouldn't be tossed aside and discarded like you're doing something well, wrong there there's cases where doctors were giving less pain medication in huh. those situations because they believed they had that belief interesting Interesting. Well, they also had the belief that you could do do procedures on babies because they didn't have right. They didn't have the same sensitivities right. to pain. And so, I mean, you know, I li- I would like to think that we've evolved from what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Hasbro, they're raising prices on toys, as games, and costs. Are- now, remember, Hasbro they they are the makers of the potato heads, right? Uh, and Mr. and Mrs. Well, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. For now, or um, they them. There have. There how about have, you just have one and you, with all the parts in there, and you get to make it how you want. Yeah. Yeah, you could put boobs and a pecker on. Yeah. It. Yeah. I'm not sure that those are the accessories that come with the potato head, Chad. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't make potato heads. <laughs> uh, this is a good bill. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey signs a sweeping pro-life bill banning Down syndrome abortions. Um, there, that's do some research on that. That'll blow uh, your mind on that, and and other countries that don't have the Down syndrome. Oh, I know. That we they're have trying in to the eliminate. US, they're trying to eliminate they're it. They're boarding those. Mm-hmm. Awful. Yeah. And they the, and down, they think that it's great. And then yeah. those same people will call you ableist. Uh huh. And you're like, uh, y- you guys are trying to wipe people with mental disabilities yeah. off of the face of the planet. I don't think I'm the ableist here. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing. It's 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 all of that deal. Usually, the person that's shouting the loudest is the one who is guilty of the sin they're shouting about, accusing you of. Right? I'm not gay. I mean, exactly. I, can't, but like- <laughs> I swear, I'm not gay. <laughs> Me thinks thou dost protest too much. I'm totally gay. See how I circled back to that? Yeah. Right. I mean, imagine the slippery slope on that one, though. Yeah. Scary. Um, I mean, I've done gay things. <laughs> Here we go. Black LinkedIn is thriving. Does LinkedIn have a problem with that? Um, Wait a minute. What? 
You have oh a separate LinkedIn. Is there a white LinkedIn? Mm. <sighs> uh, this is incredible. I don't think it's a dedicated black LinkedIn. I think it's the same LinkedIn. It's, it's just black on LinkedIn. Oh, they call okay. it. They call. They also call call it Black Twitter, and it's not a separate Twitter. I was it's like, just like I was a, like Black LinkedIn. That's that we call blinked. <laughs> blinked in. <laughs> <laughs> like blinked in. Like, oh boy, howdy. Um, but that's what like nobody has it just like what you're talking about black people do not have a problem with voter id laws right. they do not have a problem with police they Thank do you. not think that linkedin has a problem with them like these are oh, all made it, it up fictional problems that yeah. these people think up to create division and and what happens is the ignorant people on the planet yep i don't care what color your skin is because remember assholes come, come in, in all, all colors. skin colors um they buy into yeah. this stuff. They chase that narrative. They're the useful mm -hmm. idiots. Mm -hmm. Thousands of black children are being killed every day by police. It's genocide. I, I mean, people, right. somebody said yeah, that to think, me yeah. in a private message every day. this week. Yeah. yeah. Thousands. It's the trolls. Like, no, it, it, that's not police. That's abortion. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're right. They, they create these narratives. Um, there's, real, there's, real, there's real challenges to the black community. There's real challenges. Mm -hmm. We don't focus on those things. No. You did it and you got crucified over the weekend with people coming at you. You held your own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you held your own with the deal. I mean, somebody's like, oh, you understand the black community? Like, no, I understand math. <laughs> like, like, I understand numbers and, and the easy. numbers aren't lying here. Right. So it's, it's, a, it's a shame. But, but man, I wish we could focus on the real issues that are there instead of these made up narratives that really don't exist. Uh, who knows? Be right back. Tomorrow night, that's Friday night, we're going to be in San Angelo, Texas. Come out and see us. Watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. You can get tickets and information. Also, coming up, Going to be in, uh, well, a lot of places, but I want to specifically tell you, June 4th, Arlington, Texas. We're going to see Lisa Page get drunk <laughs> and loud. Y'all bringing the party bus? Uh, yes, of course. You're bringing a crew, girls, right? Because Stu's out of town that weekend, so all the girls, Sarah included, we're all going to get on a party bus. Turn your, turn your microphone on. Make sure you oh turn on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're all getting on a party bus. All Make sure you get your tickets at watchtab.com. Ah, yeah. Straight out sure. of tactics. Yeah. Straight, straight out of context. Oh wait, that's probably taken that's away. Probably appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nope, don't appropriate. Ooh. And I want you to come out to a show. We've been doing this. Uh, we've been doing the ragamuffins, right? Myself, um, uh, so good. Steve Helms, Steve, yeah. Ben McPherson, Jody Booth, and uh, taking them on a lot of different shows with us. We're wireless now, which is great. We've got congrats. Like now, we don't have. We got wireless guitars. We can move around in the audience and hang out. We've got wireless mics. We've got the in-ear monitors. Well, we're moving on up. Welcome to oh, wait, the 21st I can't sing century. that. I can't sing that, damn it. So, yeah, got to bring it back. Simmer down. Oh Simmer down. I keep waiting for you to add a fifth. A female? Female. Rag never muffin. put a girl in the band. You can never put a nope. Wow, that's so sexist. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but we're having fun with that thing, and it's really good. Yeah, so, good. So I want you to come. We've been, we've been actually using a lot of these shows we've been doing as a practice run up to June 4th, because that's going to be a huge show in Arlington, Texas, at the Arlington Music Hall. 
Uh, going to be a lot of a lot of fun. Jesse Payton will be there with us at all as well, making you laugh, and uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So, Candice, Mark, you guys come out of the hole every now and then and socialize. Hey, we love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.